What is good, everybody? Welcome to the Omnius Podcast. We welcome you to episode 28. We thank you for our viewers and listeners and whatever the case is. Thank you for supporting the platform of the Omnius Rhone, a.k.a. the Omnius Podcast. Anything concerning me and what I do is all for you. All right. We do this and I do this because of self-improvement and to bring a message and bring content that can help you evolve and develop yourself and to tap into your highest potential of yourself so that you can be the best you possible and that you can conquer the world. So we thank you for coming to the Omnius podcast. You know, I exclusively make this content for my people, first and foremost, you know what I'm saying? And concerning this topic at hand concerning my people gonna get a bit controversial but most of the stuff i talk about concerning my podcast episodes be controversial as it is all right (laughs) but as you see in the title we're concerning the topics of dating outside your race swirling in the illusion of inclusion all right and i i didn't write any notes down so this is just off the brain all right off the dome and what we're going to be discussing is this particular snapchat uh conversation that i had a few days ago and I believe that this snapchat conversation happened somewhere I want to say Thursday right Wednesday or Thursday this happened and I took the time out to have this conversation and I took the time out to you know bring this out of her right I didn't really have a back and forth debate or conversation because I knew where it was going to go because I've had this conversation so many times with so many people throughout so many years. You know, I've been having this type of conversation. I've been doing this type of content concerning the whole topic that surrounds interracial dating for a very long time, probably since 2016, 2017. You know, I remember back in 2017, 2016, 2017, I used to make these posts. I used to make these videos on YouTube and I would talk about how much I love black women how much I just cannot stand non-black women or especially white women and it would just have so many white women you know in in band or people women I went to school with just have them in an uproar because I will put my black women you know during that time on a, on a pedestal and you know, I'll put them as as what I would say the scum of the earth during that time you know, I'm at a place now where I've matured and I don't have to go through all those obstacles and do the most to try and make a point. All right. But people should know where I stand with the concerns dating black women and dating outside your race. I don't have to expand on that or do the most or exaggerate my thoughts, you know, or troll. <laughs> because for the most part, I was trolling when it concerned. Um, I remember I made a post or I made a video saying that black women are beautiful and white women are ugly. You know, and I would just be doing the most just to try and get an uproar out of them because they always wanted to be up in my business. And they had an issue with me generally just saying that I like black women. You know, me being a black man, you know, for some reason it just always bothered them for me to just exclusively love black women. So I was like, well, I'm going to get under your skin even more and I'm going to say that white women are ugly. So get into the topic at hand because I'm getting off topic. We're dealing with the the scenario here of dating outside your race and swirling. And this concludes or or this more so includes the topic of the illusion of inclusion. All right. So let me get my phone. Because it's on the stand. All right. So 
I will not put her name out there, okay? But she goes by the name of Peaches. All right, we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna keep it like that. Anyways, so we was having this conversation. I posted something on my Instagram or I posted something on my story on Snapchat and it was this white guy. He had a shirt that says I love chocolate women. And I captioned it that this is as much as a white person has to do in order for a black person to date outside their races just to fetishize them and say that I love chocolate women or I love chocolate men or I love dark chocolate and, and you're my coconut queen and Nubian princess and <laughs> like that's all they have to do is, is just do the bare minimum appreciate your natural hair or you know just just something like that or just say I'm not racist or they can dance good or they can talk your slang it, it's the bare minimum you know and so this woman asked me am I a coon for dating a white boy and I wanted to get some more emphasis on it. I wanted to get more clarity so I asked dated or dating present day she said dating and I was like which means and she says are you calling people who date outside their race coons I said now that's a better question and then I said yep so then she sends me she sends me a one page paper essay concerning <laughs> why it was very close minded of me to think that somebody is a coon for dating outside the race now mind you right as we all know a coon is per se a sellout right the house negro the the uncle tom uh as i would say sambo but you know it's it's within this scenario where a person will shuck and jive you know they scratch where they don't itch they dance where where music is not playing you know they will go out of their way to minimize their personality and who they are just so that they can fit in and feel included into a particular corner or space with white people or non-black people you know and so she sends this one page essay and this is my first time reading it in full I've read certain aspects of it but I didn't want to read the whole scenario of it you know I wanted to give my genuine reaction to this so she says I'm done bro your spirit can expand if you um if you have Okay, this ain't right. She said, your spirit can't expand if you faith in society doesn't. Um, I'm assuming she's saying, your spirit can't expand if your faith in society doesn't. I love my boyfriend. So this emphasizes that she has a white boyfriend. I love my boyfriend and the white people that helped me heal from my trauma. I love the Hispanics that showed me what family looks like and giving me uh, swaying in my hips. Asian friends for hooking it up with the anime and paintballing. My Jewish and Italian exes for introducing me to the culture and the opportunities to travel overseas and to the East Coast. But I thank my ancestors from Louisiana and Haiti for um, for giving me my skin, my brains, and my spirit. But overall, stop being a degrading asshole because this world is already evil. Another ungrateful, close-minded ass is, is really not needed. When you decide to see the world and leave your room, that's a whole world out there. There's a world, there's a whole world out there, kiddo. Don't hate others for being free in spirit the way our ancestors intended it. Shaking my head, I thought you were smarter than this. I respond, right. So let's dissect this, shall we?
you know, something that I, and I want to comment on this. I just find it very funny that whenever it concerns love is love and love is colorblind, they always want to associate this type of lifestyle to being truly free, being truly liberated when you want to be diverse and, and do whatever you want to do, whatever makes you feel happy. Keyword, feel happy. But let's dissect this, right? She says that your spirit can expand if your faith if, if your faith in society doesn't. Now, here's the thing. I don't have any faith in this society because I know who created this society. I know who created the standards in the whole perception and philosophies surrounding this society. This society will tell me that a man can wear a dress. Excuse me. This society will tell me that a man in a dress in fingernail polish and mascara is being brave and bringing a true man and he's out of this world. They can tell me that a man can identify as a woman and a woman can identify as a man. And she will agree to this. To the girl that I'm talking about that I had this conversation in on Snapchat. I'm pretty sure she will agree to this. That a man can identify as a woman if he wants to. And a woman can identify as a man if she wants to. It's the same society that tells me that I have to get a jab to protect myself from others. But at the same time will try to criminalize me. And accuse me of hate and, and a form of phobia because I won't use the quote-unquote correct pronoun. It's beyond me. I don't have any faith in this society because this society is not built on a stable platform. Anyways, let's move on. She says, I love my boyfriend and the white people that helped me heal from my trauma. Now, if this ain't the most buffoonery, coonery thing that I've ever heard in my life, where a black woman is saying that she loves her white boyfriend and the white people that has helped her heal from her trauma. Now, you may say that there may have been a white person that have helped her through her trauma, but I would not give her the benefit of a doubt. No way, no how. And based upon knowing the historical basis of white people. I am not willing to give any white person in her life the benefit of a doubt that they helped her through her trauma. Now, this is what we call the white savior complex. <laughs> this is a white savior complex for you to see white people as the people who have helped you or saved you from your traumas is beyond me. You and your black ass mind think that these white people care about you. And mind you, you would be the type of person where they say, well, I have a black friend. Look, look at this person over here. They just look so beat down as ever. Just look at them and you're like, OK, <laughs> I see. I, I see how you can try and point at this person and say, that's that's your friend. Be the most Oreo 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 person possible. I mean, just inside out. I mean, not even black, just dark white. You know what I'm saying? Like that that type of person. So I'm not willing to give her the benefit of a doubt. White people have helped me through my trauma. Then she says the Hispanics showed me how or, or what family looks like. Not her own. You know what I'm saying? Because when you ask Hispanics and when you ask these other people, these other nations that actually have pride 
in their culture, in their community, they would tell you that they learned from their own people, from their own communities. When you ask other nations of people, you ask white people, you ask Hispanic people, you ask the Arabs, you ask the East Indians. If you ask them where they learned culture, where they learned how to build a family, how to do economics, how to maintain themselves, how to incorporate themselves, how to uh, walk and talk as they do. Who are their main influences? It's always going to be their own. Generally, it's always going to be their own. For some reason, you have black people like this who do not see an issue with saying that they learn from everybody else but their own. And you know who she gives credit to for her outside appearance and her intelligence? Her ancestors. That's who she gives <laughs> for, that's, that's what she credits. My spirit, my brains, my skin, I give all that to my ancestors. And But you're, you're willing to give up your brains and your skin and your spirit. And you're willing to even contaminate your ancestry with other sets of people. So you don't really love your ancestors like that. You don't thank them because if you wanted to thank them, you would do it more in action than in word. Anyways, let's go back, right? Let's, we're getting ahead of ourselves. She says, I love the Hispanics that show me what family looks like and giving me swing in my hips. Asian friends for hooking it up with the anime and paintballing. My Jew, my Jewish and Italian exes for introducing me to the culture and the opportunities to travel overseas and to the East Coast. Now, mind you, I don't know where she has particularly traveled overseas, but there are many, many black people that you can get into uh, communication with and learn about culture and have opportunities to travel overseas, especially going into different parts of West Africa and Central and East Africa and South Africa as well. And I know many black people who follow me as well personally on my page who have connections to travel overseas. So that's no excuse. So then I go over how she, she says she thanks her ancestors from Louisiana and Haiti for uh, giving her her skin, genetics, brain, spirit. She's like, but overall, stop being a degrading asshole because the world is already evil. Now, here's the thing, right? She got this mad and tried to accuse me, uh, accuse me of being an asshole or being evil and rude. Because I said that this, the picture with the white man saying that he loves chocolate women, I said this is as far as it can go. This is the, this is the bar that people who date outside their race will set when it comes to dating outside of their race. And, and she goes out of her way to defend Asian people who have a history of doing all type of stuff to black people, even to this day. She has the nerve to defend the Jewish and the Italians who have a wide history, a wide history of suppressing black people. She has the nerve to defend the Hispanics and the white people who, as we all know, really have a wide span and a wide history of suppressing black people. 
So for her to even make this one page essay even proves my point of how this is how far Coons will go. In terms of dating outside of the race and defending other races of people before her own. I want you to see this, that she named all other races of people and put her ancestors last. She thanks her boyfriend. She thanks the white people. She thanks the Hispanic. She thanks the Asians. She thanks the Jewish and the Italian. But then, the very last but not least, she thanks her ancestors. She puts her ancestors last, but have the nerve to say that she thanks them. She has the nerve to say that, oh, I love my ancestors. I respect my ancestors. Black girl magic. Black excellence. But you're not willing to preserve that which your ancestors have given you. How can you say you look at yourself in the mirror and you say you love yourself if you're not willing to preserve that which you have been given? It does not make sense. Anyways, she goes on to say another ungrateful, closed-minded ass is, is, is really not needed. When you decide to see the world and leave your room, there's a whole world out there, kiddo. Now, here's another issue I have. People who date outside the race, people who are coons, people who are sellouts, people who have this illusion of inclusion where they want to include themselves in spaces where they're not needed nor wanted. It baffles me that you have these people who call me closed-minded, who call me ungrateful because I want to be with my own people, because I love myself so much I want to preserve myself with my own people. That I love myself so much, I only want to be surrounded by people who look like me and can relate to me and can communicate on my level. I'm not willing to suppress myself and minimize my personality for another set of people to try and fit in. That's not me. And it never will be. But she has to do that. She has to talk proper. She has to talk in a certain way, in a certain light. She has to... Uh, change her mood, change her slang, change how she is for them. Because I've been that person. If anybody knows me back in high school, back in middle school, going on to high school, in the first couple of years of high school, I had to change myself and who I am for them. I couldn't be me around them. And then when I began to be me, junior year, senior year, they began to hate me. Couldn't stand me. Turn pink, turn red, all type of colors because I began to love myself and I began to see through their bullshit. And I tried to warn other black people who were in those same predicaments that I was in, but then they accused me of being racist. They accused me of hate. So I let them learn the hard way. Because it seems like that's the only way they know how. There's been so many black women, and I can't name them all, but so many black women throughout this, this year. That being killed by their white husband, killed by their white boyfriend, killed by white uh, roommates, whatever the case is, in the past couple of years. All because of the illusion of inclusion. So, she ends off by saying, don't hate others for being free in spirit. The way our ancestors intended it. Now, it's, it's ironic she tries to speak for the ancestors. Because what ancestors are she talking about? Is she talking about the, the Martin Luther King type of ancestors? Is she talking about the, the ancestors that wanted to run off with white women and white men? Despite the long history of enslavement and suppression and colonization. 
Is she talking about those ancestors? Because we do understand that we do have some ancestors, quote unquote, that ain't shit. Is she talking about, and, and mind you, Haitian. She's Haitian. If anybody knows about the Haitian Revolution, Dessalines ran a revolution telling his men to leave no man white alive. These are her ancestors. And she got the nerve to say that for me, who is about self-preservation, for me, who is about race first, loving myself, loving who I am, knowing thyself, that's me. Hating other people. That's me being racist. That's me being closed-minded and ungrateful. And mind you, this is a narrative that white people feed to black people. It's not about color. It's not about race. It's about the human race. Love is love. I can't tell you how many white people have come up to me and tried to call me racist and and ungrateful and whatever the case is. And closed-minded and all this type of stuff. All type of names, misogynist or, or not even misogynist, they're just a bigot. Or, well, if a you know when I say I love black women, I only want to be with black. Well, if a white person said they only want to be with white people, you would have an issue with it. Here's the thing: I don't give a fuck what white people think of me and say about me and what they want to do with their life. That's them. Your ass is the one that's so uh, up their ass about everything and you want to be included with them and you want to be included and you also want to be validated by them. That if they say anything bad about you, you want to protest, you want to go on a whole rant on Twitter about it because you care about what they think of you, which is beyond me. You seek white validation every day and subconsciously you have a white savior complex. But anyways, that's the end of the whole essay. And you know, she was talking about I thought she was smarter than this. And to be honest, I couldn't expect much from her because she is LGBT. <laughs> and that has nothing to do against anybody who's a part of that particular community. But it's I mean, if if you're willing to call a man a woman and a woman a man, I can't really say that you're that intelligent. Because they're not, and you know they're not. It's it's beyond me, you know. You don't know what you want to be. You don't know who you are. You're going for both race, uh, both both sexes, whatever the case is, and saying that is normal, you know. Is again, it's personally me. Um, I expect that any much from her in terms of intelligence but that's the end of the essay and that was our conversation and that's pretty much all I have to say concerning this scenario um there's really nothing else to say concerning this this topic at the end um so she's she's lost in the sauce there's no help for her I guess she may have to learn the hard way and if she loves to be fetishized by white men and, and loves to be included in places and, and corners and spaces where she isn't wanted and she's just fetishized and, and the laughing stock and the bottom feeder and the footstool, then let her be so, you know? It's beyond me. But until next time, I'm Tyrone.
thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you want to know more about how I feel concerning these type of issues at hand, I do have videos on my YouTube channel, The Omnius Room. Just put in The Omnius Room. Go on my channel. Go all the way at the bottom. And I have a playlist called Black Love. And I've made some documentaries in the past. And you can listen to those podcasts, or excuse me, not podcasts, you can listen to those videos and watch the videos. And I and I emphasize, I have a video called The Illusion of Inclusion and The False Narrative of Love is Love. Or, or Love is Love is a False Narrative. Those two videos are A1. Okay? Those two videos are A1. I made those videos back in, I want to say 2018, 2018, 2019, 2018, somewhere around there. But those videos are A1, so I highly advise that you listen to those videos if you want to get a more in-depth view on how I feel concerning love is love and the swirl and all that type of stuff. But until next time, I'm Toronto. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. Share this podcast episode with other people if you feel like that it will help them along the way concerning this very topic at hand. Until next time, I'm Toronto, and I am...